and welcome to Cinemarathon, the movie marathons podcast where we watch a series of films all in one day and discuss them afterwards. Today I am joined by Pat. Hello. Amanda. Ah. Manny. Howdy ho. And Josh. Ah, do we dem the law? Give me the power I beg of you. Oh my god, I've just been possessed. Uh, so, Child's Play. Um, Manny, uh, I'm glad you're here for this podcast because you Thank actually you. were the one ha- who has been requesting this for the past couple of years. Yes, well, we did a poll last year and Halloween edged out the Chucky movies just barely. Yeah, you <laughs> lost by literally, I think, a vote. And, uh, and we suffered all the more for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have to say that this year's Halloween marathon was much more enjoyable than yeah, last year. And the shorter. middle bunch of the Halloween movies were a little blah, but you can listen to the, that. The entire blah. second half of the Halloween <laughs> movies are blah. Yeah, it actually, like, I don't have a good memory of any of the final films of that franchise, really. Except for Buster Rhymes. Yeah, except for Halloween, so Halloween Resurrection. Resurrection is obviously the... Uh, the the um the buoy we all clung on to in the middle of that just cesspool of terrible yeah i have an excellent memory and i was half asleep during it <laughs> yeah it's it was not my favorite marathon i've done especially in the horror franchise uh i've done friday the 13th before not for this but just when i was growing up and that even though it's long and it does have its brutal moments is a much more entertaining marathon um, but, we, but we are talking about Chucky, though, right? Yeah, we are going to talk about Chucky. <laughs> how, <laughs> astute, how astute, Manny. Um, all right. So, Manny, <laughs> can you tell me why you wanted to do this marathon so bad? Well, um, I had seen the, I think, in maybe the first and the third when I was younger. And I had not seen the latter half. Um, and, you know, it was just something I wanted to get out of the way. I, I've been fascinated. I remember liking the first one a lot when I was a kid. And I hadn't seen it in a really long time. And I just thought the Cinemarathon would be a perfect setting to yeah. knock them all out. And I'd heard a lot of good stuff about the of Chucky, the latter half of the series, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get to individually in yeah. a bit. Uh, and I, like I said, I hadn't seen them, so I wanted to get those in. And what better way to do them than all back-to-back? Yeah, for sure. The uh, For me, I have like a special story involved with this franchise and why I'd really never watched them over the years was because I grew up and had a My Buddy doll that was, like, <laughs> literally my best friend. Like, as sad as that sounds. That's like, so sad. Yeah, it really was. But um, that I even had, like, my own clothes on him. Like, I put my own pair of clothes and underwear on him. Like, he was, like, my best friend. And I carried him I'm everywhere. Like you with your friends. Yeah, and uh, I was standing in a video store holding My Buddy and saw the Child's Play poster. And Did you had- know what it was? I didn't know. I was like five years old. Like I had no idea. I just saw the poster <laughs> and saw that like my buddy was evil and going to kill me. And I was like looking at my doll and then looking to the poster and looking to the and I like literally had a meltdown. Like I just started <laughs> crying. So you were putting it off until le- this past weekend? <laughs> yeah. Well, like after I threw my buddy in the closet and <laughs> ruined I never a friendship. Spoke, yeah, ruined my friendship. And I had this been a very lonely childhood <laughs> um but uh no i just was really never interested in them like it not because like i was like embittered but just because i it like once that had happened it was like ah child's play whatever some silly 80s franchise but uh but yeah so when you when you proposed this last year and i was like oh i've never seen those i really should sort of face that demon and right. figure out what's going on um also i feel like chucky has kind of become one of the iconic horror characters now absolutely absolutely so yeah I mean, all the more reason to tackle it 
Yeah. yeah. I think it's funny, too, that he's actually considered a horror character, which he is in many ways. But the franchise, as we'll discuss later, I think really taps into a lot of action. Oh, like, absolutely. It feels like a so horror... many car chases. Yeah. It's like a very strange, like, action horror genre, like, mix, like, which I was really fascinated by. Um, what about you, Pat? How had you did you grow up with these movies? I did not exactly grow up with them. No, I had seen the first two. Actually, I had seen the the first three and a half of Bride of Chucky before our marathon. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed number two a lot and watched that often because number one um, bored me when I was little, and number three bored me even more when I was little. But <laughs> number how, dare us how dare you all? <laughs> how dare all of us? And by the time uh, number four, Bride of Chucky, came, came around, um, I was I was actually disinterested with the with the trend of the comedic uh, postmodern horror movie thing going mm-hmm. on. Oh, the so, self awareness yeah. that was coming into movies. So I didn't even finish it. Uh, so I've come back around to 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 face those along with your help, <laughs> dear friends. Yeah. And um, so I was really glad to to knock out all the others that I hadn't seen. Also, for sure, for sure. And how about you, Amanda? Which ones had you seen? Uh, so I saw. Uh, the first four, all the way through Bride of Chucky, and I, I had a, it had a special place in my heart. My mm-hmm. brother and I were terrified of it. So <laughs> a also, Bride of Chucky? No, oh, not just of Chucky well, in, in a different way, but no, yeah. in Chucky in general, the the character as a horror figure, um, he was definitely something our nightmares were made out of. Uh, we have a classic story, and my brother particularly, Jesse, mm-hmm. he hates Chucky in that way. Like yeah. he's fine with it now, obviously he's a grown man, but it still terrifies him. Like I think. <laughs> There's nights where he sleeps with the lights on because of because of Chucky. still because of the image of fucking scary Chucky. Don't fuck with the Chuck. Wow. I know you don't fuck with the Chuck. But uh, we had a class. Our classic family story is my mom loves the drive-ins and we would go see movies at the drive-ins all the time. And you know, drive-ins are really fun, but if it's a scary movie or anything like that, it's horrifying. You're <laughs> fucking in a car in a yeah. parking lot in the middle of nowhere. And we didn't go see Chucky in the drive-in, but an ad for Child's Play came out, mm. like Child's Play 2 or whatever, and it was him on the screen like a thousand times bigger than we were, and my brother literally almost shit a brick, and we both like hid under the seats like we were terrified. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's a long time coming like to see all of them. Um yeah, I, I grew up, I would watch the first few, because it was always on cable, actually. And, and mm. see how not scary they are. And see how not, <laughs> not really scary. I mean... Some of the imagery can be pretty frightening. Yeah. Um, and the idea of it alone is like awful. But um, yeah, it's not as scary. It definitely got cheese ball there. Yeah, I got a little a little cheesy with age, but uh, in a fun way. I think you know, it's yeah. like, I think as we'll get into each movie, but I, I think it's a franchise that holds up fairly well just for its sense of comedy, which uh, which always helps with horror Very movies much. like that. Um, and what about you, Josh? Had you grown up with them? Um, <clears throat> I have watched. I remember one day I just watched. Uh, they're they're doing a marathon on USA probably mm-hmm. like I don't know it's just they have one two and three on I watched the end of one straight through three mm-hmm. and then I for whatever reason I watched three like eight more times on cable <laughs> it was just always on and I was like the kind of kid where I'd just be hanging out on a Saturday and like playing with toys or something and I just put something on so I watched it a lot but um I remember just having like this thought of my parents always just my I, whenever I thought of Chucky, I just thought my I've thought of my parents wagging a finger at me like just being like you should don't be watching don't this. watch it yeah exactly and that I mean that was it I mean I, I thought it was very scary there was like I remember when I was really young I saw a shot of him in one of the movies walking down a hallway mm-hmm. with a knife you know the shot yeah 
Um, and uh, it terrified me. I yeah. was like, "Holy shit, that is unnatural and unweird. <laughs> it's just weird." It's, yeah. But um, I watched the movies later, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Sure. Yeah. It's pretty funny that those movies are, especially the early ones, are explicitly made to terrorize children. Yeah, absolutely. Because what adult is gonna think all oh, this doll's about to kill me? You know? Yeah. It's, and I mean, how does he I, grab I don't know. you with those chubby little fingers? <laughs> well. And the other thing that's awful about it and the theme for all the movies is they don't believe the kid and they think the kid's a bad kid. So yeah. not only are you dealing with the most terrifying thing you've ever dealt with, then also everyone hates you because yeah. they think you're a bad kid. Yeah. Adults are the worst. Yeah. We, yeah. We are. They don't understand us. We should all kill ourselves. Because <laughs> we're adults now? Yeah, exactly. Shit. Well, on that note, I guess we can dive into the first movie. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, came out in 1988, uh, and the first film is called Child's Play. This was like a surprisingly fun movie. Absolutely. Like I thought it was going to be doldrums right from the start. I was like, oh, what's this? It's okay, there's going to be an origin. It's going to take forever and blah, 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 blah. But they pretty much just drop you into this movie. And it they it's really good that they do. That, yeah, it opens up with the scene where um the cop who is played by like eighties actor, Randy. yeah, uh he he's chasing Brad Dorff into a toy store and they have like this it's the biggest, most labyrinthian toy store ever. <laughs> and they have about like five minutes of just looking for each other in the store. And then finally Brad Dorff basically dies and goes, Well, voodoo stuff into this doll here and Yeah. It's it, a pretty cool opening. Yeah, like right off the bat, it starts with an action scene, which, like I was saying before, is like this movie starts off with like pretty much a gun battle, car chase type feeling, which is weird for a horror movie, and then dumps you into this like crazy voodoo scenario, like within five minutes of each other. Like, I don't know. There's not many horror movies that I feel have spend that much time like jumping genre, which I think is cool. Actually, I think it's a testament to this movie. Is why is it st- why it stays entertaining. You know, it's like, oh, my God, it's car chases and bullets. And now we're like, you know, being stalked by a doll. Like, it's like a very strange mood for a franchise. Yeah. Watching it now as an as an adult, um, it's clear that one of the many mistakes that I made as a kid was not paying attention to this child's play film because there's never a dull moment. And um, yeah, it starts out with with action and, and, and excitement. And for me personally, it never lets up on the threat and the fear all through throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Because when you boil it down to it, the the, the the real risk is is that Andy is 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 a, a suspected murderer, yeah. murderer, and this mm-hmm. is this is Andy Barkley, who's a six year old boy, yeah. and and so uh, Chris Chris Sarandon's character is is all but convinced that, that he needs to be locked up and sent away forever. Yeah, I like the fact that like eighties movies never were afraid to just put kids like in horrible horrible danger. Like, I know, like, some, like, modern <laughs> movies do it, too, but, like, the 80s was, like, the decade of, like, we're going to put kids near the brink of death, and, like, they, that's going to be entertainment They did you. that a bit in the 90s. There was a bit of waning off of that. Like, Jurassic Park did mm-hmm. that really well. Yeah, um, yeah. But Radio yeah. Flyer. Yeah. Oh, God. God um, Jesus, yeah. I like that uh, the movie, it like, once they established that the doll is now Charles Lee Ray, the Lakeshore Strangler, and mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, the credit sequence after that, and then... I think it's like five minutes getting to the, have the Chucky doll in the apartment. Like yeah, they, they like don't waste any time. Maybe, yeah. yeah. 10 at the most. They like introduce the characters you need to know. And then there's a Chucky doll and now it's there. The kid gets it. And then like, you know, and then you just, you're just like, 
oh shit well that's the doll and here's where it's, and, and, it, and it just all plays out it's just yeah. it's good they didn't waste time which is hilarious that the doll gets bought at the back in a back alley in a back alley transaction because it's the you know tickle me elmo of the season yeah like um, the newest hot and it, yeah he's called the good guy doll yeah the good guy doll and each good guy doll has its own individual name that comes programmed into the machine or whatever mm-hmm. so it's kind of a hybrid um Teddy Ruxpin also. Yeah. It's very sophisticated because no, nobody ever presses any button. They, they just start speaking to them directly, expecting right. them to talk back. It's the 80s. Yeah. They do. That's incredible. <laughs> but they do only say three things in the in the beginning, though, right? They yeah. say, hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? Um, I like hugs. I like hugs. And you want to be my friend or something like that. A friend to the end. Friend to the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. Hi-de-ho. Yeah. 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 Which is like, I don't know. I think it was funny that. I mean, they don't really explain it, but right, like why you does... never, you never find out why this murderous doll, for some reason, in the retail store, was the defective product that got sent to the garbage, yeah. and then some homeless guy picks it oh, up well, and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna sell this on the street because this is the hot toy." I can guarantee you, it probably has something to do with the murderer who opened the box and like probably bled all over it or something. No, it remember, but the it was store in the box ble- when she bought it. <clears throat> the store blew up. Right. And what he said is he like was rummaging through the store. Oh, okay. The store was kind of taped off, it blown yeah. up. And so I think as a vagrant he went in and like stole stuff out of it. Yeah, and which, he, he took the one of the prime things. Which is awesome that he got the one good guy doll yeah. that like didn't Yeah, because You don't it, know, he could have gotten a bunch and then that was the last one left. Well, that's no, true. he he did have others because oh, really? because what's yeah. her name? Maggie uh, yeah, my friend. Yeah, Maggie is the one who who tells Catherine that hey, there's a guy who's selling good guy dolls. Like so, he, he he has this reputation of, of of making a mint off of them, and it's incredible to, to to think of how well that guy is 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 cleaning up that holiday season. No, yeah, just making money hands over fist. The but, super rapey, scary hobo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, still he, living on the streets, of course. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> good guy dolls don't get you into the four seasons, and he's got a low <laughs> overhead that way too. There's something I want to post to the group that I was thinking about as far as plot. Um, I didn't know, and I'm on the fence about it. I want to see what you guys think. I didn't know if it would have been better to see Charles Lee Ray in action, so we get to know the murderer, the serial killer, as himself, like as the like sore strangler. Yeah, first. so you get kind of terrified of this guy, and then and then that happens. I do. I see. My point is, I really do like the action at the beginning, but I was curious as to how the story would have played out, and if it would have been more terrifying to see him as this creepy ass serial killer before the shootout happens you know well i think it's fine how it is just throwing him just throwing you in that world like you know this guy's bad mm-hmm. he's getting chased by the cops get to the in good the stuff, 80s get to the yeah, in the 80s how good can this guy be if you're in a shootout and using voodoo like in within 30 seconds of each other, like, i'm pretty like on you're, board with that you're, you're either really really evil or like the Baddest asses, coolest guy around, and like there's nowhere in between. Yeah. And Charles and Lee really Ray is both. <laughs> I mean, I, I do see what you're saying, though. I mean, we do get like a to taste build of up it. the suspense of him being like a creep. Yeah, I mean, we know? get a taste of it later in the franchise. Which sure, sure, about. but that's the first time. I mean, that's a years later. It's yeah. interesting that it wasn't approached until later on. Right. You also yeah. got to think like it's a clean slate at that point. Nobody really knows what Chucky is. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he becomes this murderous toy so early on, I feel like. Yeah, it's really the more the focus of the movie, rather absolutely than having, strangling or yeah. a person who is a killer. I get that too. So I don't. I, I like I said, I'm on the fence. I don't know if it would have been better or whatever. But I do. I I do like that it jumps right into the action, and they mm-hmm. assume that the audience 
are smart enough to understand that yes, he's a bad guy. This is what's happening. You yeah, know, just just by his name, they simply did it with what his name was. All, yeah, the, right. all the smart people went to see a murderous toy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least for, for money. At least for the uh, idea of Cinemarathon, though, like I'm thankful that it's not in there, just because it keeps <laughs> all of these movies pretty much come in at at 90 minutes or under. Which is awesome. Which it is perfect. It keeps the marathon moving really smooth. Yeah, absolutely. In the grand scheme of things, it would be kind of interesting to see that. But I, after, when you're looking at six movies to watch in a row, it would definitely be the stuff that I would I would mark down as fast forward material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Unless it was done really, really well. Unless <laughs> he's just so evil. Yeah, it's just so despicable. 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 That's so despicable. You are adorable. (laughs) Despicable. Hi, I'm the kid on the podcast. Say spaghetti. Scatters. (laughs) You can cut all that out, please. No, that's staying in. That's gold. That's pure gold. Um, I think the this first one, what is really awesome is the slow reveal of Chucky. So we know we get it and we get right into that it's Chucky is a murderer, but the slow, how he slowly reveals himself. Yes. Actually, this movie had a moment that I thought was very suspenseful and scary. Even now, I've never seen it before. Where like she looks in the box after she's there, things have happened, and she looks in the box and sees that the batteries that's supposed oh. to go in Chucky are still there. That's yeah. right. And then like turns turns to him and like picks him up and like she's opening the battery case, and it's like so suspenseful. It's done so well, and then when she finally opens it up. His head whips around and he says, like, hi, I'm Chucky. Want to play? And she goes, like, what the fuck? And, like, drops it and he rolls under the couch. Yeah, yeah. that roll yeah. under the, the tuck and roll is, like, really <laughs> so creepy. It's creepy. so well done. It's, a deliberate, it's super well done. It's a done. deliberate roll and it's really yeah. exciting because from then on we know exactly what's going on. And she knows exactly what's going on, too, really. Uh, yeah, it's a great reveal. Like, the whole, like, yeah, the good guy brand batteries. Like, like not just, like, alkaline Duracell, but specifically <laughs> for him. We're not like putting that in. was a good touch. Yeah, it was like so awesome. Like it, it does have a good like first act in that it just it gives you the information you need. It's really efficient, and then it dives right into the suspense of it. Some movies would like let that reveal come like 20, yeah. 30 minutes later, where it's like really annoying at that point. It's like we know he's gonna come alive. Like just get to it already. But they don't fuck around with this movie, which is awesome. And all the, the like the back and forth and the play between Chris Sarand and the detective and the mother and all of like the events that lead up to that, especially the first murder that he commits. The Maggie. Of Maggie. That was rough. When yeah. she lands, they shot that really well. It was a oh, su- yeah. she impacts on a car and it's, it's funny, fucking insane. Yeah. It looks really fake until they do the cut because you can see her rolling to hit like the stunt person rolling to hit the the pad on her back mm-hmm. oh. but then they immediately like, right before she finishes the roll they 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 just drop a dummy on a truck really yeah. hard and like do a new cut and then it, like because i was like i remember watching it and going uh I, I'm, I was about to say fake and then just slam and just <laughs> super dead person yeah, i went oh, oh all right well then you pulled it out that's that's terrifying it's a real nasty impact yeah it's a great like actually this this franchise for the most part actually does have really good kills like which is surprising especially after doing marathons like like friday the 13th where like you're on movie six and he's like another stabbing <laughs> and you're just like jesus christ couldn't they they like, spend a little bit of time making these interesting but no, the Chucky franchise like does some fun stuff with it, and like the fact that that was not only it was a hammer kill into a window crash, like it wasn't just like pushed her out a window, you know. It's and it like, was one of the toys, like the good guy toys, right? 
the hammer was from the set. Yeah, the good from guy the good set. guy hammer set or like construction. <laughs> this yeah. movie had a really good array of kills. Like if I was to rapid fire, like the interesting ones are that one we just discussed, house full of gas explosion with his ex partner. They try, they like leads the kid across town to go to go murder a guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was a getaway driver who like left him, and mm-hmm. that's why that, that's what started at the beginning of the movie. Um, and then um, the voodoo master, the voodoo, where he's like <laughs> he goes back, which is also a cool scene because it like it it gives a lot of credence to the mythology yeah where it's not just like it shows that he learned it from a guy who kind of looks like a legit voodoo guy and (laughs) that's um, racist josh just because it's black josh i know a lot of voodoo guys okay and he looked okay he looked legit he looked decent (laughs) (laughs) i'm not talking about dr facilier but this guy's pretty close but um, I, yeah, no, but I really do like the mythology they created for it. It would have been so simple just to like have lightning struck, and he did the evil villain transferred into the body of this doll for or no reason. Or it's a demon possessing. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. like it was. But there's like, okay, first of all, we're gonna set it in the world of voodoo, which is already sort of like, okay, fine, I guess, in the middle of Chicago, and then you actually give the <laughs> mythology of not only has he, his soul of the soul of Charles Lee Ray has been transferred into the body of this doll, but that there's a limit on it that there's like problems with this this mythology which is if he doesn't exit the body of the doll within a certain amount of time he will be permanently stuck there because he's becoming more and more real as he stays in that form which is awesome like like we'll get to it at the end but like his transformation how he becomes damageable or like becomes mortal is really interesting. Like, they didn't have to add any of that into an 80s toy slasher movie. No. And he like, can only transfer into the first person that he tells his real situation to. Yeah, his That he re- reveals himself. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to tell the secret so much as he just has to reveal that he's not just simply a doll, I think. Right. Yeah. Which is, like, it's also like when watching the movie the first time I remember going... Well, that's a convenient sort of bullshit <laughs> thing to come up with. But at the end of the day, it really does explain and justify a lot of plot devices that come in the future films. Oh, like, everything. Yeah. It, yeah, it leads to so much. You know, even though it was a convenient thing at first, like it actually was opportunistic and allowed like a lot of creative things to come out of it. So yeah. I was I ended up being OK with it. Yeah. But yeah, like you were saying back to, you know, the whole idea of like really good kills. I mean, the movie starts with that fucking crazy explosion mm-hmm. like the store blowing out oh yeah that- they actually blew up like the storefront windows and stuff like it was we, we were all just like yeah like this is starting <laughs> off great yeah it's so awesome it's super fun but uh i guess like just to speak to the doll itself though like now that like we're talking about him actually getting around and being alive is that it holds up surprisingly well like there are moments yeah. of cornball where you're just like oh that looks kind of silly like i remember one where he's like standing behind an ottoman and uh, the mother, uh, Andy's mother is by the fireplace and you see him stand up and sort of like Muppet out, which was like really goofy looking. <laughs> but, uh, but for the most part, like the animatronics and doll puppetry oh, are incredible. Yeah. In fact, I would say all of them were pretty good. Yeah. I don't yeah. think one of them I was ever like, oh, that looks ridiculous. Or... Yeah. Which is really I, impressive. I mean, yeah, it considering it's, really yeah, considering it's a toy. <laughs> Definitely they got the best in the business to do all of these movies, you know. Yeah, what was his name, Pat? You knew Kevin that. Kevin Yeager uh didn't designed and and was the uh controller of, of Chucky on most of these movies. Oh cool. And so he, he, he started on this one. That's awesome. Yeah. He, his company carried through uh through uh number two and number three as well as Bride of Chucky. Oh, okay. And 
did not continue through seed, seed or, or curse. curse. Well, it's interesting that this marathon actually has a lot of consistency as far as like creative, the creative behind it. Yes, thank goodness. Yeah, which is like really rare. I don't know of any other franchise where the people who created the idea stuck around the whole time. Right. Yeah. There's, especially there's, horror. The mythology. The voice. Yeah. Yeah. The mythology totally sticks, and yeah, uh, Brad Dorf definitely stays. Like every I, Don every, Mancini, who created the idea and wrote the screenplay, wrote all of the films and yeah. ended up directing the last two like that's incredible yeah no it's and it's, the films are all very different too they're not yeah it's not the same but you like know. yeah but not in the way that other horror movies like it, it's not different like the way michael myers is different in if you look at the first halloween and then like halloween four and then halloween seven and then halloween with, <laughs> like he's like there's always different iterations of him but like Chucky is different, but like just because this is the funny movie, or this is the movie that's more about his girlfriend, or this is a but he's always kind of the same guy. And they justify it too, you know, the more he gets tore up, they give him his different battle scars, mm-hmm. you know, and that makes him evolve too. And they do a good job of adhering to the rules that they set. It, 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 towards the end, they kind of get w- uh, wishy-washy on them, but like for the first four movies, like those rules are pretty ironclad. Yeah, and they do a good job of sticking with them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah the the consistency in the franchise I think is partly why it's an easier marathon watch because it's not you don't feel like you're just hopping from universe to universe every time and having to reset. It's like oh no, I'm actually watching a continuation yeah. of the same mythology. The marathon even, actually makes sense. Yeah. yeah, even when at the very end, which we can get into later, when it seemed like they were doing a reset, it was really cool the way they pulled it off and like it was very interesting. It made the movie one. Of, it made the I think six is a more interesting movie of all of them. But mm-hmm. we can get into that. But yeah, they do a really good job of just managing the property. One side note, just as far as look too. The Blu-ray uh, transfer made that first the first one look amazing. Yeah, I, it looked like it was shot today. I would highly recommend if anybody's watching it now and hadn't seen it. You know, it's worth getting the Blu-ray. Yeah, spend the extra few dollars because these movies actually do look quite good. Well, they look really I mean, good. Apparently, you can spend thirty bucks and get all six movies. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. The box set's super cheap. But maybe it's also because it's Halloween. But like, yeah. yeah, it's it's low, low right and now. And it's worth it. I think <laughs> the transfer. Can't see is why. How dare you, man? <laughs> this is your idea, sir. But uh, yeah, I kept, I kept thinking while watching that first one. I was like, wow, the transfer is great. It looks really good. It looks like it could have been shot today. But it's also, too, like partly, I think, because the production design on the movies are so great. Like, yeah. I know it's set in this like sort of late 80s, like, I don't know. It seems like most 80s movies, the cities of the U.S. were pretty in, in pretty shit shape. Like, pretty grimy like, looking. Yeah, grimy looking. Like, even like New York, L.A., they all like had this grime factor in the 80s. Uh, but the production design, especially with like, you know, walking through the toy store and you see like the boxes and boxes of good guy dolls. And this was before you get to like child's play, like two or three where you have mountains of boxes, but they're not clear front. They're just printed. Right. But no, you had, they had rows and rows of Chucky dolls, like sitting in boxes, like really make you feel like this thing was like this, the tickle me Elmo of the season. Like these things were out there and being sold. It was like just really impressive, and like you have cartoons like it within the u- universe of the movie, like that Andy's watching. It's yeah. like so they went the extra mile to and the animate. cereal and all yeah. the elements, mm. like a little kid. It's really all the shit that they did. I remember yeah. having like Ninja Turtle cereal when I was a kid. Like right. I wanted Ninja Turtle like Hostess cream pies. Like oh, it was like everything was pretty legit in its um presentation. Yeah, 
Yeah, it really well, made it really except does help for them. Andy's fucking breakfast for his mom because oh. that was the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever seen. And if my kid came to me with that, I would I would smash you it in his face. You don't want a scoop of butter on your toast? No, or spilled milk. I was like, great, now I have a fucking mess to clean up. You're the worst kid ever. Well, that's parenthood. Yeah, yeah. get prepared. Yeah, and that's also re- really important. Re- really important for the audience to see what what Andy's uh, uh, mental or coordination capacity is. Where there's no question in our mind that he could not ever kill anybody. I know. He didn't care a fucking bowl of cereal. Exactly. He could not do it. Uh Though they did blame him for a couple murders. Well, I mean, you have, but you have to admit that the scenario, not only is it pretty hard to believe, but like, it's crazy too that the murders are being carried out by this thing that is pretty much Andy size. Yeah. Like, right. He's left alone. You're like the murder of Maggie you have little footprints. tiny footprints yeah. on the counter. Like I, the cop was smart enough to go, I matched the shoes. Like it's not Andy's tennis shoes. So like that helps, but it's just like, it's a really crazy fucking scenario to have to decipher. And I think what I do like about, especially the third act of this movie is that once Chris Sarandon has any sort of evidence that this doll is alive, he just accepts it. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, like, he buys it's, into like, it. it's not like, Oh, you know, like I, I've been working double shifts. Like I, you know, I don't know what I saw, like all that humming and hawing bullshit. Well, isn't his first interaction literally the car strangling, strangling it with Chucky. Oh, maybe you're right. Chucky, or, yeah, like, yeah. So he pretty much has evidence. to yeah, accept it then because, which is also a really funny scene because obviously everybody watching it is just screaming, stop apply the car. Your foot to the brake. To the brake, and yeah. not the gas. Yeah, yeah. where he, but he just has right. to ping pong around wherever town they're in, just for a good ten minutes while avoiding getting stabbed in the dick and stuff. People, but again, people had really heavy feet in the eighties, though. I don't know. If you know. <laughs> he had a, he had a bad case of lead foot. Yeah, but it's interesting because at the end of that scene, after we've all been yelling, "Hit the brakes! Hit the brakes!" He hits the brakes, and the brake pedal comes off. Which I don't know if it was like something that Chucky is like he like fucked it up on purpose but like there's a very specific shot of like him hitting the brake finally yeah. and the pedal p- pops off and mm. he can't hit the brakes anymore and that's okay. why he crashes well that makes more sense but yeah the first like 30 to 40 seconds of that chase scene you're like just hit the fucking brakes man <laughs> like what are you doing <laughs> but it is a, like a high tension scene because when that very knife comes tension. through the back of the car mm, seat fuck. that scares the shit out of me this is a movie that uh, we had people that were, when we were watching this that I had to keep combating people applying logic to these movies. Mm-hmm. You just <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. Just don't. <laughs> just go for the ride. One of my favorite logic brain teasers is exactly how heavy and how much weight is Chucky supposed to be able to apply on people? Mm-hmm. Because He's when strong, yeah. Yeah, when, when he hits people, when when he strangles or grabs onto to people, it seems like he's just as strong as Charles Lee Ray would. But then people pick by my up, compact size, exactly. But 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 then you you would imagine that that if you were to pick him up, he he'd be as heavy as a person mm. would be. He's not. Yeah, because he he ragdolls around exactly. a lot. Especially in the last oh man, the it's so satisfying. There's like a bajillion sequences of when Chucky lunges at somebody and they have they like fling themselves around the room, shaking this doll <laughs> with like these little foot kicking mechanisms exactly. going on, and yeah. it's just you just hear. Um, the guy who does the voice just right, going, right. you fucking bitch. <laughs> just like, and it's, it's super funny. Cause also sometimes he'll just get trapped somewhere or they'll just trap him in a room. And so then all you get, then Brad Dorf is just, okay, we need you to go into the sound room and just make garbling screaming <laughs> yeah. noises for like 
15 minutes yeah. because it's just a solid like front to front to back of the scene just just like it's like from south park or something it's yeah. super funny you just can't be quiet yeah it's like the motorcycle guys from yeah. south park yeah. bumbling through town to, to piggyback a little bit on that i find it hilarious how he's at the beginning you know he's chucky he's in his box he's very quiet He's very reserved in that aspect, but th- there's just one, po- like at a certain point, he just loses his fuse and he can't control himself. And then he has outbursts like that yeah, he, for he like the last half hour the of the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was so controlled before that, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know and he actually got away with the murders pretty easily without, had he been quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he could have just been quiet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to talk about Pat's point some more, it's interesting that we do just accept that he's really strong and we don't really question it. It just plays out so well. Mm-hmm. I think that's credit to the director and the writers of it who made and, and the set people and everyone yeah, the involved, puppeteering. I think just made just it phenomenal. feel like it's heavy, you know, and 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 it didn't matter. Yeah, you know, I just I I don't think I even thought about that once. Like, oh, well, I think what helps with that is the fact is that strong? like you see the results of that threat. Like, he does work in this movie. It's not yeah. like, oh, he's just boo-scaring you. It's like, no, people are dying. People are getting hurt, you know? Like, so whether or not he looks heavy or not, you're, people are still getting fucking hurt. What I want to know, though, is if your fucking doll talked to you, like real talk to you, how would you be okay <laughs> As a about kid? that? As a fucking kid. I don't, Andy's kind of, like, I. we have to admit, Andy's a little off. Like Andy has something wrong with him. Uh, I'm going to because... argue that. I feel like if my toy talked to me at six years old, I would think that is I have the even, coolest toy ever. Even if it had like a... I saw a, Chucky when I was at age. A Charles Lee Ray <laughs> voice where it was like, hey, Andy, I need to tell you something. Like it was like really like... <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yeah, well, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what is Brad... Well, he kind of sounds like that. No, that, it that, is. That, it's true. It's Jack like, Nicholson. Yeah. It, it's just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think if I, if one of my like teddy bears was like, "Hey, Josh, I want you to go get one of the knives from the kitchen," I'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, my potty training has been undone," and I would just piss myself and run out of the room screaming. Yeah, I, I couldn't hang. I would literally go like, "You're a no-no person, and yeah. we can't hang out." Yeah. Well, you were a very well-developed child then, Amanda. I, well, they- because I saw fucking horror movies like this. Like, I guess apparently Andy had never seen a horror movie in his life. Well, Honestly, yeah, it's not. It's a short life. Chucky oh, boy. cartoons. Good guy cartoons. Good guy cartoons. I don't. I don't really know what I how I would react. Honestly, I think my first guess is I would be scared shitless. I think you would be scared. Yeah, shitless. and I would just be like, no thanks. This needs to get thrown thrown in the closet, <laughs> just like I did with my my buddy. When he didn't even do anything to you. I mean, yeah. that doll should have really woken up and killed you. Yeah, because absolutely. You abandoned him for no reason. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think suffice it to say, at some point, anyone that would have been dealing with this good guy doll would have gotten scared because <laughs> yeah. he flips the fuck out. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, yeah, that's why I think Andy's off. Like his dad went missing and then he went insane. Yeah, well, like we that also... would have been a great, great twist is that Andy eventually became a murderer. You know. But we do. It does establish in the later movies, which we'll get into momentarily, that like other kids close to Andy's age who see this doll in action also respond to him positively. Like, it's not just Andy. Yeah. Although well, I, have, I have questions on, about that, that kid In number too, three, yes. that yeah. kid is fucking, fucking retarded. Yeah. That kid is really, really dumb. We will go on our rant about Stone that Stone cold dumb dumb. <laughs> Absolutely. But I guess the only other thing to, or main thing to talk about is like the finale, which is like the oh, special so effects cool. set piece of the film of like Chucky 
cornering them in the apartment and basically getting torn to pieces, like getting, you know, shot and then, you know, melted. And yeah, he's put in the fireplace and they let him. But I love the the. Andy, don't let it happen. Mm-hmm. Kind We're of friends to the end. end. I was like, Dad, that <laughs> yeah. was awesome. And then they do the first of so, so many previously mentioned just <laughs> blah, 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 scenes yeah. where yeah. he's just burning one. in the and fireplace. And fake out death. Yeah, him freaking out like with a garbledy gook. That's the best freak out because it seems so passionate and so consistent and thick and frightening. It's well, it's incredible. That, that one would make sense because he is on fire. He is on fire. So, and, 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 and we know that, that he can feel it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, because he's, becoming, and he's also he's becoming more real. I, I, if I remember correctly, he's at th- at that point he has lost the chance to go to turn back human. Yes, yeah. So he's all the more frustrated and pissed off. Well, I don't think that's happened yet. No, okay, no. Well, I could be wrong in my time. Well, the, okay, in the second film, they actually established that like, oh, he waited too long. Yeah. But in the first movie, because I don't know if they were expecting a sequel or didn't know how well it would do, that they kind of indicate that. The fact that he can get shot in the heart and blood splatter behind the wall, that he's become human enough that he can't leave the that's doll the, anymore. That's the they, voodoo. Because yeah. when he went to the voodoo guy and talked to him about it, he was like, what's happening to me? That's not how it's supposed to happen. I'm actually feeling this. Oh, you know And what? he was yeah, like, yeah, right. that's just that you're growing into being an actual doll, real doll thing. Yeah. And if you get shot in the or and then he tells the lady if she gets shot in the heart that he'll die. Apologies yeah. to all in the first movie. It is they do reach the point where it's too late. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a cool shot though. After you've been dealing with this plastic toy, for him to shoot him in the heart and you see the blood like on the end. that it was explodes. like a really cool reveal yeah. and way to take him out. But then of course you have to burn him too. Well, burnt still... Chucky is horrible. Yeah, the melted face. He gets oh, like a terminate, like a weird, yeah. like ghoulish, childy Terminator yeah. face. And his yeah. teeth at this point had become pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. And so like they're individualized yeah. and yeah. very, very creepy, well designed, super well designed. Yeah, the burnt, disembodied uh, Chucky doll is is especially threatening because there's a point where its head is severed from from the, the rest rest of his body, and I, I believe it's that the body is left in the bedroom mm-hmm. with, with 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 Andy and, and and the cop and his mother, and. The cop's partner can, comes in after being told explicitly not, not, to, not touch to touch anything. anything. He brings <laughs> the head into the room with them, and then the body gets up. Yeah. And the, this was the, the third time I, I, I'd seen this movie. I believe that the body didn't, didn't get up and start moving because it didn't know where to go in the room and then, until the eyes could see. Yeah, where to go. Yeah, that, yeah. That well, freaked me it's out real time. funny that it like crawls through yeah. the vent system. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like because oh, yeah, because if you see because it like the the the, the partner is standing next to a vent and then suddenly it just pops out and goes yeah, and like grabs it, yeah. him and it's super funny because like again you can't apply logic to this shit but no. like it can barely walk around how the fuck is it climbing up like <laughs> vent shoots and stuff yeah. Super funny with nothing to hold on to. Yeah, exactly. Braces itself against the tubes. That's it. Yeah, and there's only uh, a few situations where in this, I think they only did it once in this film where they actually use once or twice where they use a um, an actor in in a costume for mm-hmm. Chucky. Yeah. But like for the most part, it's like puppeteering and it's just like really top notch. This movie holds up better than it should. I wouldn't say it holds up in a scary way. As much as it just holds up in an entertainment. It's, it's creepy. Got the only moment yeah. of the day that actually like caused me to get anywhere close to scared. Yeah. That battery sequence is pretty yeah, good. Pretty great. Pretty good stuff. And then I guess it's there anything else other than the end, the very final shot to talk about, which I think is really ah. strange and ambiguous. <laughs> but oh. It's like Andy stops at the door and turns back to look at the doll 
and it freeze frames on him. Yeah. And it has zero substance behind it. Like, I don't, like, are you, tr- I can't figure out what they were trying to indicate. I think it's just like, so what's going to happen with this kid now that he's lived through this hell? Psychopath. He's yeah. going to kill people. That's what, what I would what assume. Cost? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume his babysitter died. You know, his mom yeah. was accused of being abusive. Like, he was accused of being a murderer. He had to deal with the crazy. I mean, how do you ever and fucking like, live again? Things yeah. aren't okay. Like this, it, the, the first thing that happens in the second movie is mom is now out of the picture because everybody thinks that she's fucking yeah, she's bonkers. Lost her mind. Yeah, my fucking parents got divorced and I couldn't sleep in my own bed for years. Yeah, yeah. Like, let alone a creep ass doll comes and tries to murder you. Yeah, like, yeah. And take your body, not murder you, but take your <laughs> take body, take over your body and, and soul. Like, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. I don't know. This is something that we kept mentioning because it's, it's a consistent effect throughout all the movies, and it's introduced here. But every time he does his ah do we dem the law like Cersei's spiel, there's Milk Sky. Yeah, yeah, like, the they, and, and that stays oh, for a God. long time. I didn't beautiful. know what that was. It's beautiful. Stuff. Yeah, it's I cool. love that. And they do it in like a bunch of different movies of the '80s, but it's a, just a classic effect. Which is old optical. The clouds just rolling in really milk fast. Sky at night. <laughs> oh my God! It's the milk. It's the milk. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you don't know what that is, and you're listening to this, it's a they film a clear tank in the from the bottom, and they pour a bunch of like liquid milk and milk and other stuff into it to make it look like clouds are rolling in really. Yeah, fast. like the alternate dimension, like portal shit, like opening up. But it just yeah. it just looks cool. It's just like classic optical effects, old yeah, Hollywood fantastic. stuff. It's, it's good. But yeah, yeah, all right. So I guess we can move on to the second film, which came out in 1990, and that is Child's Play 2. I've got to say, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Do you like this one? I think this yeah. is one of the more solid sequels. I thought it was going to be garbage. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I have no complaints about it, really. Yeah, it, it actually is just sort of like, okay, yeah, that went down about as smooth as a sequel it of this fe- type of It could. feels like the right sequel for the movie. Um, yeah. Like, it hits all the points that you... It, the story is, like, two years after. It's mm-hmm. Andy again, same yeah. actor. Um, I don't know, it just feels consistent with the tone of the first one. It feels like an ongoing story. Yeah, well, it, it sort of answers a lot of questions, at least practical questions, about what would happen after something like this. Right. And taking the perspective of the toy company and how they would react to the situation, I think, was a smart way to go. Right. Um, it's like Play, is it Play Pal Toys? Is that what it's called, the name of the company? Isn't it Good Guy? Well, I don't know, it's Play Pal Toys. Play no, because they, yeah. they, they talk about play, uh, Good Guy being one of their highest selling. Uh, yeah, Good Guy good, good, is uh, a doll within Play Pal or yeah. whatever. This movie has like a really funny intro where they, they right off the bat just talk about how Chucky comes back. And it's like almost a Terminator-esque like montage yes. of him being rebuilt. Um, Very much. With, uh, <laughs> Which I, I got to say, now that I just gave my spiel on, on part two, is I don't really think that made any sense whatsoever. With it being rebuilt, yeah, because they like it, recycled his body or whatever. They had. How it, is he not in an evidence locker? Well, he, he was. They they said they got him. Yeah, they, they got, they him got from a hold of police. Him. Yeah, what yeah. they did was they. I mean that they shouldn't have let him. Oh, should release that. Or yeah. Well, I guess the police didn't understand that this doll was actually possessed. except for two of the police officers. What were there? 
Oh, uh, well, I mean, I think what happened uh, is basically they <laughs> they they had to say they, they I think in the first one they said they can't say what actually happened. No, they did, no, but they explained that because they deny it. That's why the mother's the only one that went to the mental institution. So the guys didn't actually admit the police to it. deny. All right, the script is rock solid. <laughs> airtight, <laughs> airtight child's play two script. Uh, but yeah, like they deny the the existence of this like, possessed ah. doll. Then because there's no evidence, <laughs> and then let her get taken away. They do. That's they so do. fucked up. Yeah, it's it really fucked, fucked up. up. That's insane. And then they release. Of course, this has nothing to do with the fact that the mom from the Seventh Heaven probably just didn't want to come back for this movie. <laughs> yeah, most likely. Except for everything. So it probably well, made her career. <laughs> well, well, oddly enough, uh, she 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 met and, and and fell in love with, with her current husband on the set of Child's Play because she's now married to Kevin Yeager. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. So she hmm. she actually visited the, the the set of Child's Play too often because he would be there working and operating Puppeteering. on Chucky. Oh, weird. And so she was there sometimes. Oh, that's crazy. So she basically fell in love and married Chucky. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Uh-huh. That's She's what happens like with co-stars. Jennifer you know? Tilly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, what's the the name of, of the, the company? Play PlayPal. PlayPal. Yeah. yeah. They explain that 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 uh, or Play Pals plural. Sorry. Okay. Fuck you. Thank God you made. You, you, <laughs> people have gotten so many angry fan messages. I know, right? All from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, Play Pals gets a hold of of the 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 Chucky doll from an evidence, and what what they do is they they rebuild it from the center outward to recreate the best um, uh, factory standards to, to to give it a clean slate to test it again, as a way of covering their 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 ass and, and yeah, the reduced yeah. liability. Exactly. It shows exactly. that he has like a underneath the rubber. There's like a metal skeletal yeah. thing, which then <laughs> they, which is like they clean it. So that's right. like and then they recoat it with rubber. So like right. the core of Chucky is still there. Yeah, it's still there. Like it would be metal though. That's the joke. Yeah, it's well. like it's clearly plastic. I mean, the first one that's the plastic hatch that they're opening you to get the can't. Pit. Apply logic to these <laughs> movies. A logic only being that I, with my eyes, saw plastic. You yeah. know. Yeah. No, it's silly. It's yeah, it's especially dumb. at the end. He's supposed to be part human. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they no. It's Stop okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> and dolls can't talk. Guys. Oh my god, you guys! But that being said, it's solid sequel. <laughs> The first 15 minutes of the movie is shit, and everything after that shit. But it's a great one. It's well, the best movie in the series. What, what makes, do you mean? I like the beginning. Sorry. What makes me crazy about it is that Andy's put into foster care again, and he's just the kind of simple, naive Andy he always was. Well, and now to he's me, eight, though. He's not six. I know, but he, so he's a man. No, but like. He doesn't change much. That's my only thing. With the arc of Andy, he's not much different. He didn't learn from the last movie. I mean, I know he's kind of held hostage by the new Chucky, but I still feel like he would have been a little more, wow, I've seen some shit, so I can roll, you know, do he's some shit. kind of meek, I guess, but he That's always what I mean. was. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy. He's, yeah, Andy's a fucking pussy. <laughs> he should be able to handle Boo. Chucky, no problem. No, I'm just saying that I would have liked to see him get a little more. Is he a militant more... or something? Like yes, I would. Pr- Absolutely. He totally goes like the what Sarah Connor route. The... Yes, like he's like doing pull-ups and shit. <laughs> he's off the grid. In the orphanage, he's just put his bed on the side and he's just doing pull-ups. I, I don't actually know, just really any like effect. That. Pretty sweet. He was like, like a hair less trusting. That was Andy's character in the second movie. Uh-huh. He should have been like really fucking paranoid, kind of a creepazoid, you know, like anything. But I think that in in some ways, I know maybe not to the extent that you wanted him to like improve or become more aware or like self-sufficient. 
is that he is definitely more proactive in this film than he was in the first movie. Most of the scenes of Andy, especially once the shit hits the fan in the first film, is him crying, like legitimately and convincingly crying. You know what? Scene in the classroom where he was a little more clever. There's a couple parts yeah, he, where he was a little more clever. He's the one that like woke up in the middle of the night in this foster home. And we're also talking about a boy that not only went through a horrible experience, but then lost his family. Has now been uprooted and put into a situation he's not comfortable with. But like he wakes up in the middle of the night and gets a fucking like mechanical like kitchen knife. And it's like, basically, I'm going to go down to the basement yeah. and That's murder true. He's Actually, I take it back. He's a little more like your next scene. In, you yeah. know, he's a little more active about that. But I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm criticizing a child actor. That's what I'm doing. His acting was poor. <laughs> he's not the best actor. Like you said in the first film, he's kind of like whitewash. Like, you know, like. He doesn't like really bring a lot to the table. I want table. a good guy. Yeah, but then the he, the, you said he had the Oscar clip or whatever of him like sobbing, well, which yeah. is super when convincing. He would, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's the same. That the scene where he's sobbing is when we we're like, oh, that's this is how he got he that was, role. Yeah, he was uh, hired. Yeah. yeah, I would just say like, yeah, he got better. You know, thinking back now with the some of the more clever things. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how they fucking had a Chuck? Well a good guy doll in the foster home yeah. and they did not tell the foster The family. foster parents are really weird in this yeah, movie. They shitty. deserve to die. They're really not suited to be foster And they have another yeah. kid, unfortunately. Yeah. Which I and think they is have true. another kid who's like 23. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Living with them. <laughs> yeah, she, she's getting her master's degree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's raising who, no, right? She's in high school in the movie. I remember her name was Kyle. Yeah. Kyle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's fine. She's a very '90s girl. Absolutely. Like, yeah. She reminded me of Doug's older sister on yeah. the Nickelodeon show, <laughs> For sure. or whatever. Like a beatnik. Yeah, beatnik or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you know, if you want to relate it or give the movie more credit than it deserves, it's like most foster homes aren't as well put together as they should be. Okay. And yeah. but it's like except it for the one where the kid's like almost was murdered by a doll. Like, yeah. Maybe. Right, you, but you got to remember his, go. his mom hey, was put away. Geez. Yeah, for thinking that this doll murdered or tried to murder. But at the end of the day, okay, let's let's set this up. If you're a foster parent and you just you got information that you're receiving a child who just went through a traumatic experience, whether you believe the doll was actually alive or not, that the kid was like potentially traumatized by a good guy doll, you first thing when you're prepping for this child to show up is. Do a sweep of the house and see if there are any good guy dolls in the house. Knowing that it's his trigger. Yeah, yeah we don't do that. It's just, you know, even a cursory, huh, let me just think for half a second, have I ever bought or brought a good guy doll into this house? Oh, yeah, you know what? I did. Let I me did. Per- I should let probably... Let me precariously place it on the top of this closet so that when the door opens, it lands on him. <laughs> <and tries laughs> just to him. Yeah. I've got a boy's bedroom specifically filled with boy toys. So, yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, there was some cool toys in there that I had, though. There was a Dino Rider in there that I had, and then there was also a Godzilla toy right on his nightstand that I had. <laughs> but he's pretty excited about they that. They also had the room populated with terrifying clowns. There were a lot of little clowns. And jack-in-the-boxes and things that I don't understand why kids would ever play with, but apparently they used to live with nightmares yeah um, you now, used to play with a good guy that's true but he but my buddy he looked pretty good yeah he was they <laughs> he were a looking doll yeah much happier looking they were really cute they were closer to cabbage patch kids i yeah. would say yeah yeah just with longer torsos yeah and like you know their whole heads don't spin all the way around <laughs> i do have a a note here uh that i wrote down while watching this that says suspense in this movie sucks that like I just feel like they didn't really handle 
the like which might be because you just already accept Cat, that cats Chuck out of the bag. Yeah, cats out of the bag kind of thing. Why yeah. are we like pretending that like he may or may not hurt you? I think I just got bored with that that concept. A lot of this one is anticipation of how is he going to hurt people now? Yeah. And uh, are there any good true. kills in this one? The best oh, one is well, the teacher. Yeah. The best no, kill yeah. the yeah. that's the actually not true. The best kill is in the factory. In the factory. That's the best. Kill. Oh, that's that this one. But that's not him killing somebody per se. Nope. Wow. But what, what happens to the teacher? I can't remember because that's pretty early on. She, she gets a, a ball pump or a bike pump to the chest. She actually like pumps Ugh, air under. Yeah. That would hurt so, so bad. bad. Yeah. But, um, and while, she's like screaming and crawling on the floor. Like it's pretty yeah. well done. While we're on the the scene, I want to come right out and say that, that this whole uh, Child's Play 2, uh, I think, is the best photographed of the series. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because it, it, this was the first one produced by Universal Pictures. Mm. And they they clearly put more money in a lot it. of budget. Oh, that's one. A m- yeah. much higher budget. Everything looks better. As- well, yeah, especially the last act in the toy factory. Especially the toy factory the is act, yes. like amazing sets. Yeah. W- w- um, in my opinion, one of the iconic shots of Chucky before uh, uh, Bride and Seed and House is Chucky walking out of that utility closet, uh, uh, smacking the. Uh, the, the the art stick on his hand, which is the shot I believe Josh said terrified him. Yeah, the hallway. You know what? I think I said it when we were watching it, but it ended up being one where he was def- he had a knife. I think it was oh, from three. Oh, I think okay. it was when he was looking for the little retarded kid in three. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. No, yeah. but Pat, I totally agree. That is an unbelievable shot. It's incredible, absolutely, because the 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 Chucky doll, of course, is famous for for being very short. They. It's one of the few or one of the first times where the camera is below him. Yeah, he looks towering. And it looks incredible. Yeah. And the expression on his face is so ugly and human and menacing and also cartoony at the same time. And, pu- and the puppeting in that is like incredible. It's like insane because it's so precise. Like, yes. like when he's like the way he's hitting the, the ruler of the exactly the same, the exactly the right place. There's so many moments in this series where you look at these puppets like doing these things and just go, Shit, man, that just looked real good. That yes. just looked really good. Yeah, like, I just, I there's about five or six times during this franchise where I just said to myself, "God, I wish this was CG." Never, I never. Thought <laughs> <that>. <laughs> like, it's like we actually do get some CG was, in the last film. My brain like started to explode. Did I just, hear what I just heard? <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing. CG sucks. <laughs> this is like, like yeah, just the puppeting and all the practical yeah. effects in these in this franchise are golden. Yeah. But there are, which I had discussed in the first movie a little bit, but that like this movie continues the idea of car chases in like the franchise. Oh, yeah, it's just like you have car chase after car chase That's in this a great franchise, one. which is funny for a movie about a doll. Yeah. You wouldn't think that would come into play. Yeah. I, I have to correct you, but only because I started this and I feel I feel bad because it's perpetuating. They're technically not chases; they're just car sequences. Yeah, car action. Yeah, because like it's always yeah. just Chucky killing somebody while they try and drive a car. Yeah, it's not like Toonses so, yeah. talking or driving cabs. But because I, <laughs> when I said it originally, I was like, oh man, I should I shouldn't have said a car chase because it technically wasn't. So I just wanted to get yeah, in there and correct absolutely. myself. They're yeah. more like Crashes. car thrillers or exactly. whatever, whatever yeah. you want to call them. Which is great because every time I'm driving alone, I do get a little bit nervous. A little bit there's nervous. There's times at night when I'm leaving your guys' house where I'm like, oh, I really hope there's nothing in the fucking backseat. Oh, I always check the backseat. You always Zombie land rules, man. I always check the backseat. Always? Always. Do you look at your poop when you poop? Always. Well, just yeah, I do too. I do <laughs> B, <laughs> but not there's A. There's two rules of Matthew Winslow. It's I always look at my poop and I always check, check the, the backseat. Back 
Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I it's, honestly is because of being a fan of horror movies and growing up and you always have that moment. It's like, just look in the fucking backseat, man. You know, there's a killer back there. But yeah, if Jackie was in your car, I mean, like, God, the knife to the seats in the first one again, like was crazy. But in this one, what, remind me again, like what yeah. the car sequences are. Yeah. Kyle uh, has has Chucky. Oh, right. Uh, Chucky is holding her hostage. That's right. In the car. Yeah, and then he, he just, he just like show up with a gun and go like, just drive, bitch. It's, the, it's a knife, I think. But yeah, it's it's definitely a deadly weapon. And, and they wind up getting pulled over. And um, and Ch- Chucky uh, sits back. And, and, and the, the both of them are, are able to, to fake their way out of it. But um, this is, again, another instance of exactly how heavy is 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 Chucky because she winds up uh, buckling her her seatbelt and she notices that that he of course does not use the seatbelt so she she, <laughs> she uh, oh yeah she breaks she jams super it hard. on the gas yeah. and then breaks hard and he, he flies through the window right through the windshield yeah. right yeah. Out oh well that mean, that would mean that he is basically a bag of bricks yeah, exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not he- like when you hold him he doesn't feel that way not yeah. at all <laughs> but i do love the sequence where the cop pulls them over and so it's like this like hostage situation but Very with much. the doll in the front seat stay cool stay cool yeah stay cool like don't say a word like it's a really funny scenario but it's actually handled well like yeah. it's interesting it's, it's a it's yeah. the way it plays Cause, out because the the, the the cop recognizes that hey that, that that's one of those good guy dolls and and so now we, we, we know that chucky is of course paying attention and he can control the voice yeah and so he kind of looks over and speaks it's and just like that scene in no good deed with i was just thinking that yeah, it's like, oh my god, like, how is she gonna get out of this? Just tell the cop the truth. Just tell the cop the truth. All I gotta do is just mouth it. He's not looking. He can't see your face. Just say, I need help. I need help. Get <laughs> yeah, me but help. then again, I wouldn't trust these fucking cops to do the right thing. Yeah, because they're always messing it up, and they're oh, wink, you know, like they would wink. Well, what's at the worst okay. case scenario? Well, you get arrested. If he, oh, hold on you, a second. Can we just? Well, here's one thing. I know we can't apply logic, but can we all acknowledge the fact that you can outrun Chucky? Especially if he has, no, he's a, fast. He's fast. Yeah, he if he has a knife, he can't shoot you. You just run, man. Dude, nah, he's got legs. Legs. He is not Slice that fast. Slice your ankles. He'll catch you. No way. He's, he's not fast. He's not he, that fast. So I you're saying Chucky little... has the Pepe Le Pew effect? He he. He just appears. He's, he can just he, no matter what you do, he's just yeah, behind you all the time. He always paints white stripes on my tail. <laughs> but he does. But we do have the sequence in the first film where it's POV and he's going to kill his former getaway driver, and he's booking ass. Like he is. Like he is. Yeah, in the elevator when he's running to the elevator and down and stuff. Yeah, he scampers, man. He scampers. He's a scamp. Uh, I'll take my chances. No, like, yeah, really, I would too. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll be there thing, with you, Josh. Sorry, I guess, I, I'm, I'm breaking my own rule. But we I can't get, apply logic. Well, but I, <laughs> here's the deal. Here's a better logic. Climb a fucking tree. You know, we say like, when a bear's chasing you, don't climb a tree. They can climb. Chuck, you can't fucking really climb. Actually, uh, they they say climb. That with, I think probably. they say with bears, you should not climb a tree. That's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. Well, Chucky, couldn't you hide on the... But see, I think we're all overlooking the fact, if we're really going to think about the way Chucky gets you, is that he doesn't deal with open spaces. No, he doesn't. Chucky deals with isolated spaces where you have no exit. He's more parkour. <laughs> yes. He's the District B-13 <laughs> of, of, of killers. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, he's like, he's like, oh, you're trapped in a classroom. Or, oh, you're in a car where he has a knife to your throat. That's true. Or he you're always, in a small apartment. There is always yeah. a, I don't want other people to know that I'm a, 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 an a killer doll possessed thing. So 
I mean, if you're in an open space with a lot of people, he, you're always safe. Yeah, you would be. He there would be too many people witness to your existence, so he keeps you like in these isolated environments. So it's actually cool, pretty effective. He does a lot of biting too. Yeah, there's a lot of really scary. Which I always wondered every time he bit someone is like, will that get infected, or is it like, yeah, really, or is What's it just plastic? Is it just like a plastic cut? How like, much dirt is in that mouth? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's but got a dirty mouth, man. Exactly. Grows a lot. He needs orbit. <laughs> Oh my God! Better. Cinemarathon is now being sponsored by Orbit Gum. <laughs> oh my God! Um, Pause for this commercial break. But uh, yeah, so I guess we can talk about like you had mentioned obviously before the production design and the way the movie looked for the final factory sequence. Incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. There's like these awesome kind of Tim Burton esque machines that are totally implausible for actually making dolls, but they they just. They're really cool to look at, and they're super deadly. Yeah, like, and, like right, terrible best, things can happen. It has the best skill to me in the franchise, which I forget how it happens. But was it a co-worker, a worker, well, security guard slash maintenance man? Yeah, the like, only person working. Yeah, the only person the working in this man. entire factory. The eyeball by the way. insertion machine. Right. So yeah. he falls on the on the track through the assembly line. Well, it line. gets jammed. And so he he yeah, he's there's, like the best way to fix it is I'm gonna climb right into it and lay down and start under banging it. on things. Right. Yeah, there's like a, a backlog of good gold good guy dolls that have like piled up under the eye mechanism. Right, and the, this machine crushes the eyes into each good guy doll. Yeah, and then oh he gets stuck and spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> he has he, plastic good guy dolls shoved awesome. into his yeah eye and he does <sighs> yeah because so they're like knives crazy. on the end of them they're like really pointy in the end that goes into his head to make sure that they stay in there yeah. to lock into the doll right head, right so yeah. it just stabs right through his and eyes. that i mean that's a really well mapped out kill because as mm-hmm. you notice they show you that machine pretty early on yeah. like yeah. It's one of the first things they linger on it mm-hmm. and then when it comes to the you're like Fuck, that's yeah, gonna hurt. in the beginning when they're re- reconstructing him, they, but they're doing it not on the the the, the line. What yeah. do you call it? The the assembly line. The assembly line. Yeah, yeah. There, there's like two guys doing it, and the machine that's supposed to put the eyes in like jams, and you. But yes. nothing ever really comes of it. Um. Oh wait, we forgot yes, to does. talk about the first kill. That's what it, resurrects the. It, the soul. Well, it jams, and then they 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 don't really. They just it ling- they linger on it like that's oh, weird. It doesn't really happen often, and they get it working. But then there is a thing where. So people they get electrocuted after they make them. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're the thrown first kill. The window. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, and everybody just goes, "Huh, that evil doll that we that we just resurrected. There's two guys that died. Keep, keep it under. Don't tell anybody <laughs> right. about it. Yeah. yeah. This thing goes straight in the trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then they just throw it away. Uh-huh. Well, because the, essentially the idea is to reduce liability of PlayPal's toys. And then when two more people die, the co- you know the CEO of the company is like, put this under the rug. And he gives the responsibility to a guy who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And that's how Chucky gets back out again. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, like I just love that the idea, which is not realistic at all, but the idea that if you're going to do production design on a toy factory, that you make the factory itself look like a toy, which is like great for a final showdown but like in within the realm of logic makes no sense sure, it would just no. be all fucking steel like you know what i mean but they like everything's like primary colors yeah and, everything right. i think is has the good guy doll box design yeah. Yeah. throughout the think, factory but yeah. that made me think that much like how it was marketed the good guy doll is that maybe they do tours maybe they're like 
Come see oh, the factory. Could, you know, like, like a good guy was going to have his own land at one point, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so maybe in the design of the factory, they made it so it was touristy or something like that. Yeah, they upped the ante on yeah, it. Yeah, like, because yeah. there was so much marketing behind it. Well, of it. course you need a good guy doll box shining-esque hedge maze of toys <laughs> that people can get lost in for 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or just re- look really good on film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it just looks great. I just want to see, like, when they, like, why would they ever arrange it that way, not just in rows? Yeah. Yeah. It's really silly. No, no forklift could fit in between those aisles to get all the boxes out. Yeah. I feel so fucking bad for whatever PA had to assemble 4,000 <laughs> good guy boxes and, and stack them perfectly. And bundle them all in groups of 16 or something. Yeah. It's just, it looked awesome. It's just pallets and pallets of good guy boxes. It yeah. was really impressive to watch. Yeah. Can we talk about the creepy factory doll that came out when Chucky was killed? And maybe before it, but it was like yes. a mixture of like legs and arms oh, yeah. from the doll yes. factory. Oh, yeah. they actually, that was oh. right, way fucked up. They like reversed Chucky. the assembly line. It went back in to get more arms and legs. And yeah. it was like the molten like um, rubber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Andy essentially, he's actually pretty pretty proactive in this. You're right. Yeah. I take yeah. it all back. You know, some of this stuff, he's the one doing it. But, but, uh, I, I just wish his personality would match the actions. I see, I see. But he he definitely prepares Fuck and you. and anticipates the use of the the molten plastic like uh whatever you call it, like overflow valve or mm-hmm. whatever and like basically perfectly places Chucky in like X marks the spot and dumps molten plastic. Doesn't he, does they even give him like the Arnold Schwarzenegger line? Doesn't he say like playtime's over and then like I opens the valve? I think he does valve. say something really silly like that. Yeah. No. Not silly. Okay, awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty fucking <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I mean, like, it's like a smart way to actually try and take him out. But, you know, they always find a way to bring him back. But, like, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good effort. I think it's my least favorite part of this movie actually is Kyle. I just, she doesn't bring anything to the table for me. Like, her character's really boring. I like Kyle. Well, I disagree. Oh, like I disagree. Yeah. I think she's a motherly figure for him more than his foster no, oh, absolutely. Parents she definitely are. has more guidance for him than anyone else. And oh. she's the only one, I think, early on that believes him. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the dad kill. The mom kill was, you find her later, she's dead. But this foster dad kill was pretty creepy. Yeah, when he breaks his yeah. fucking neck. When he breaks his neck. In the basement, yeah. Fell. He fell because yeah. the doll was in the basement. He was like going back to see the doll's down, not down here. And then oh, right. it was, and he fucking falls. <laughs> It looks really realistic. The fall is great. And then the neck breaking was creepy as shit. Yeah. Is there anything else major about Child's Play 2? The end is depressing. They're they're walking out of the the factory and and Andy goes, where are we going now? Where are we going now? And Kyle says, home. And then Andy goes, where's home? Well, I don't know. She, she's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I like, yeah, they sort of address the fact. It's like, oh, this makes uh, no sense. Where the fact that we're well, ending it here, but yeah, because not only did the foster parents die, but the lady who like set them up in the different homes, yeah, the social worker, yeah. the social worker got killed too. Yeah, they're, they're basic, out. They're, they're out. Yeah, they have renegades. no. no where would, for where would they go? Where do people go when they've got no place left to go? Military school. That's true. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's true. Officer in a gentleman style with Chucky. I've that- got nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that leads us into the third film, which is which came out in 1991, and it is called Child's Play 3. This 
movie has some of the best opening credits mm-hmm. to a movie I've ever seen. Like, yeah, just it's pretty amazing. Really awesome graphics. A, dri- and a dribble of blood mi- mixed into uh, toy the, plastic. Toy plastic. That. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like the way they filmed it was great too. Like in reverse and like at different like angles. So yeah. it's just like it's really ethereal and strange. You don't really know exactly what you're looking at. Why would you ever make Chucky dolls again? But uh, like, good guys. Well, that's part of what what the the beginning of, of the the movie is about because the the, the evil executive Sullivan r- returns mm-hmm. and and he's uh, again he, his attitude is just fuck it we're making more yeah <laughs> we're gonna show the world that our dolls are not evil <laughs> yeah he, so like, this was actually the movie you were right when saying that I got it confused I thought that scene was in the last film but it is this one where he basically makes the nuclear weapons mm. comment. And it's uh, just like I will sell anything for money, like like totally. But he, he, he gives a whole spiel about like kids are consumers and stuff in the first one. Like he he's still a capitalist bad guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I just love. Yeah, it was just a great way to open this movie because I wasn't expecting anything from credits in any of these films, and it was like not since Supergirl has there been an opening <laughs> credit so enthralling. But the best part about the the uh-huh. closing credits, of course, is how the closing credits end. Yes. Yes, correct. Like with the mouth opening oh, and yeah. him going, no. Yeah, Ch- Chucky's face is finally there, and then it just zooms into his mouth, and he's going, <laughs> and he says like, no. He says no. Yeah. It's because it's the moment that Charles Lee Ray realizes yeah. he's been reincarnated once again Back into, the, into doll. the fucking doll. Yeah, his like self awareness, and it's just yeah. awesome. it's like a little creepy mouth. Like everything about it's just so great. There's no eyes or hair. It's only the the, the mouth and, just the and, face. and whole, painting. Yeah, yeah holes, eyes. Yeah, yeah it really nice. is one of like I'd say like top ten favorite opening credits for me. It's <laughs> really awesome. And then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. This Shit this show. was my least favorite of the six. Yeah, Agreed. I would say so too. Absolutely. I, I I can take this movie, but only because I was conditioned to it as a child. I yeah. watched it a lot. Yeah, if you don't have any prior experience with this film, it's <laughs> not going to deliver. All I kept thinking all. while watching it is I really just want to be watching Major Pain right now. Because, <laughs> like, military school, I can only associate with that movie. Yeah, Damon Wayans would have been a nice addition to, <laughs> yeah. uh, to this cast because it is pretty fucking boring. Oh, and you don't like Barbershop Guy? <laughs> no. Well, I no, actually, actually love do Barbershop like Barbershop He's one of the guy. better. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's only in it for, like, six minutes, like, total. And I'm just trying to find that silver line. And yeah. he's extremely unnecessary. Also, the the, yeah. the the character doesn't wind up doing anything, and and he, he warrants an Shanks. entire an entire murder from from Chucky. When as it was happening, I was thinking this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why would Chucky kill this guy when? Well, because no he was going to Chucky Chuck, just he was, kills. Well, it's because he was going to Chucky cut kills. Chucky's hair. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you can't touch Chucky's hair. Don't fuck with the Chuck. <laughs> exactly. You do. This yeah. is the film, Even right? Even when where he was he a strangler, he had the long locks. You know? Yeah, yeah. So this is like essentially the film where it throws out any like semblance of I we're still a serious like franchise. Like it was like okay, we're giving Chucky catchphrases. He's gonna be like he's well, getting fr- like Freddy Krueger basically. This one was made. A, this one was released the next year. So like at this point, oh, it, it was, was it yeah, was ninety to ninety one. So trying to cash in quick. However, the story takes place. I like seven years, years later, later or something. Yeah, like, that. like five or six years. Six years. Still with Andy, but yeah. now he's in military school, which is yeah. which is actually a, a different a, actor. A, a different makes sense. actor. Yeah, it's played by Justin Whalen, who was like Jimmy Olsen on The Adventures of Lois and Clark, yeah. the greatest TV show of all time. <laughs> and 
like he's fine. He suffices. But I think the plot makes sense. Like, do you have a child that's gone through multiple psychological disasters over a child and his family? His mother has been put into an institution. He keeps getting tossed around. That like boot camp or military academy Absolutely. makes sense. It's yeah. actually a more a better conceived rushed sequel concept than I should you know that that's I would true. have expected. That's true. Well, and I also but. like the anytime when it's so separate from when the first incidents happened. Like mm-hmm. he's so far away. You know, from what it was, what the world was, and it's still haunting him. That scene, the scene in the field when he first sees the, like, headmaster carrying the yeah. Chucky doll is amazing. It's haunting. Yeah. It's like, you know, you move away from the, the house that was haunted or, the, you know, yeah. he, he thought he was so removed and yet it's still there. Yeah, the cat came back. Yeah, which is, like, horrifying. I think that's the scariest aspect of this whole film is that he could go to even a... It's a military school. It's like, yeah. might as well just be a prison, you know? Yeah. And still Chucky can find him. And how, it's awful. How does Chucky find him again? He, he calls kill- the, the orphanage, right? Okay, because he, he kills the guy. He kills the, the CEO guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he looks With all up the toys his yeah. name? Doesn't he Google in that yeah. day Google? He uses like a yellow page. Yeah. The company has records on oh, Andy. Oh, yeah. Because... His fate yes. is now entwined with uh, what's PlayPal's? Yeah, PlayPal's. With with with, with PlayPal's. So PlayPal has a whole confidential file on on Andy. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. because he could single handedly ruin their company. Could yeah, if he had proof. Yep. Yeah, that kid should be paid out. By the way, <laughs> should be, but they won't. Well, when Chucky's still trying to kill you after right. ten years, it, yeah. I don't. No, think no. That when you're rich, you're fine. Him. And yeah, then somehow Chucky puts himself in a box. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And mails himself. <laughs> Absolutely. Jennifer Tilly, I'm telling you. Yeah. He mails himself right. to the military. The military yeah. school to, you know, exact vengeance. But exactly. it gets intercepted. By a little by <laughs> the most hearted kid in America. Oh Rambunctious little Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> this Tyler. kid's great. Uh, Tyler, like, okay, so he, he he pops out of the box and realizes that like, oh, this isn't Andy, this is this other some other kid, but he immediately just goes to Hey, let's play a game. I want to play a game with you called Hide the Soul. And Tyler's like, okay. Like, <laughs> just retarded. That's yeah, the so kid that's, that gets molested. As we were, as we were talking about molested. earlier, like, if your doll would talk to you, this yeah. kid is the exact opposite. He's yeah. all about his talking doll. This yeah. is the circumstances of how you're okay with it, where um, I couldn't hear it while we were watching it, but I've since done a little bit of um, research. Uh, to, Tyler's father is a pilot in the Air Force. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. he's been away. And, and and so uh, he misses his, his his father, and that's specifically the role model that he needs or doesn't have in his life enough. And so he's a murderous on. doll. He's he's latching onto the murderous doll, <laughs> who is all about this little kid. But it's all that's, but it's, but it's like I mean, okay, we have scenarios where <laughs> Chucky could, but you know, wake up, talk to someone. But like this is a long string of fucked up shit coming out of Chucky's mouth. Like, oh, yeah, very, very right. this, is, he, this is Chucky not sugarcoating it anymore. He's yeah. just like, who the fuck are you immediately? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like, hi, I'm your best friend and I just want to be good. And bursts out of the box in a, like, in a strangler, like, I'm going <laughs> to murder you. Like, that's how he's revealed to this little kid. And that the, somehow there's no, like, it's like, it's like a disease where like you don't know how to react in fear or you yeah. like can't feel pain. It's like this He's kid is, is fucked up. This kid is has problems. Yeah. By the way, just you just touching on what you were saying, the reason he even got the package is because he constantly goes to check for mail from his dad. That's right. And they're yeah. like, No mail for you today, but hey, here's this big package. You know who this you know who Andy Which is, is, right? Kind of cruel. 
You didn't get anything, but see this giant package? Take it to the other kid. I think they were just yeah. like trying to give him something. I think they were trying to, to distract him. Like, oh, you want, like, here, he was trying you to be a fatherly. Help. I think yeah. they were, help but us. the idea of it seems like it's like more yeah. rubby to But he also face. seemed pretty excited about it. He's like, oh, okay, yes, sir, I will, like, you know, I think he was looking for any sort of like attention. Like, yeah, it's, the, uh, it's like the, the useless kid when he's just like, hey, come here, I want you to help me with something. And you just hand him like a toy hammer and like, I need you to bang on that. And like, you're doing a great job. Like, <laughs> where you're just keeping them busy. It just so yeah. happens that he's the shittiest delivery man in history. Well, he's a thief. He's a little fucking yeah. thief. Yeah, and he wants. <laughs> <laughs> you smacked her in the mouth. Yeah. 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 Wrap him on the mouth. Gonna wrap me in the mouth. Five across the eyes, right, Amanda? <laughs> Five all up in the eyes. <laughs> and once we dis- once he discovers that it's a good guy doll, he pretty much decides to keep it for himself. So that's what, again, much like when Andy was a kid, he wants a good guy doll. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but yeah, so we're only, there's, it's a pretty small cast of important characters in this one. I mean, they're all pretty limited films, but this is like essentially boils down to Andy um, romantic Silva. interest, yeah, the romantic interest to Silva, nerdy, nerdy, nerdy roommate, <laughs> dickhead, power tripping, like military student, yeah. white kid, <laughs> <laughs> Buzz, basically, who you would nickname Buzz, like they're just the yeah. asshole, like who's like looking for trouble, and then uh, yeah, Tyler, the little kid, like those are like the main cast of characters of the military academy, and for the most part, like. The I guess the Buzz or I forget the actual character's name. I'll just call him Buzz from here on out. But he he essentially moves the plot of this film along. Like it's the, all of the conflict with him that like basically moves the B B story of this film. And uh, but like then you have like the the really like half-ass love interest. Like I don't think they even themselves thought that that was convincing. Like I, none of those scenes play out well. Not like really. you don't really buy the chemistry well, or anything. It's not like at the end of the movie. I'll just be devil's advocate for this movie. That's fine. It's not like at the end of the movie they're like, "Finally, I found that person." It's just like, so you 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 want to go out? Like they're they they're not they they don't like have a great romance. It's just that exactly. by the end of it, they're just it's like not great. It's more realistic <laughs> okay. that way. It's a teenage romance, so, though. You know, yeah, yeah. it's fleeting. Uh, De Silva does teach Andy, or well, does encourage him how to fire a gun properly. Yeah. Which oh, which comes them. into which play he does yeah. use in, in, well, the, saves in the haunted house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which you know, I gotta say, as much as you guys like to shit on this movie, I do enjoy the haunted house. Uh, me too. I saw this movie as a kid, much like you, Josh, and that sequence always fucked me up because I'm like, oh man, I love those haunted houses in like carnivals or other places and stuff like that. And every time after seeing this movie, I'd be like, oh, I wonder if Chucky's in here. Oh. <laughs> <I> really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I can't. Those things, I wish they were half as cool. Yeah, as, really. As I've been to good ones, but most of the time they're shit. I've been to ones that were like, okay, but most of the times they're terrible. The, I none went of, on, none of them were as bad as the one you told me about. The best that. one I ever went on was a little carnival ride called <laughs> Zombie. And no joke, you get I've, in. Have you been on this I've one? I've been on a zombie ride in Ventura County. It's okay. not this one. You would know. Okay. Um, I think I was at like some pumpkin festival. I can't remember exactly where, but uh, you get on the ride, <laughs> and it's a two-seater, and it goes into the darkness. And literally, there's no decorations. You're just going through a black hall. And when it gets to the end of the hall, the car stops and a red light turns on and goes, meh. <laughs> and then the car Aww. goes around a corner. The car goes around a corner, goes to the end of that hall, stops, red light, meh. You and must have thought that the ride just hadn't started yet. I didn't know what was happening. What is this whole building it's to? The wind up, it's the windup. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on. And then you literally, that's the only thing that happens. And then you come out the other end. And then as you're coming out of the, like, the plastic or whatever, like, you know, strings, just a guy who's standing there half-assed in, like, a mask goes, 
<laughs> and like touches your shoulder, and that's the whole fucking ride. Uh, like, I'm that... sorry, that's creepy as shit. <laughs> no, it's not. It was the worst. But yes, back, seven tickets. Back to the the actual child's play plot is yes, that looked like it looks great. And like there's this big grim reaper that's like it's timed so that it makes a big swipe right before like the people in the cart go underneath it, so mm-hmm. it like narrowly misses them. But just, just like it carves movie. off half of Chucky's face. Yeah, yeah, it actually like, kind of oh, was really yeah. cool. Yeah, you can see like the gristle and the muscle and everything going on. Oh yeah. Cause he's like, Oh, cause well, okay. We skipped a bunch, but like, can we just kind of gloss over the story of this movie? You can summarize Please. it very quickly. If you I will like. summarize Don't it right you, now. Yeah, so they're at military across. Academy. Tyler wants it. Andy finds out about it. There's a bunch of shit that happens with the dickhead buzz guy. Basically it all culminates in they're having a paintball war, war, games. war games and Chucky replaces all the ammunition in the guns on the one side with actual ammunition. Which and, I think is a cool plot point. And like sure. all the grenades and stuff are real. Everything's live on one side. So they have a big showdown where he orchestrates it so that they go to the same place at the same time because he takes the silver hostage and says, I have her here. Called each of them and says, come get her. Yeah, because he wants to trade to Silva for Tyler yeah. because right. he needs the kid back. Because he's to the first person out. that he got revealed to yeah. now that he's been rebuilt. Um, and... Uh, bunch of people die a bunch of kids die and then like they chucky throws a grenade and uh nerdy jewish kid has to fall on it and like and saves everybody yeah then and he and i think actually which is an important kill for the franchise because it's i've never seen it in a movie before but chucky kills someone just by giving them a heart attack oh yes yeah which like is awesome the headmaster like, guy how many serial killer movies so have you passive. seen where you just the serial killer just pops out and the person dies of fright which is awesome because that is probably the closest way I would die to seeing Chucky. Like if you asked before, I was like, That's I might point. just like have a fucking heart attack. Like you'd have a stroke for you. Yeah. But uh, so, so he then kills a- the after head this, of the academy. Tyler and or Chucky chases Tyler and the, there's a nearby carnival and like De Silva and Andy follow and they end up in the haunted house. Yeah. And they're all trying and like in it ends up with Chucky doing the ceremony on top of a mountain of like skulls. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody trying to climb up and get to him. And yeah. and it, and then Andy just has to do the kill shot and shoot him. And yeah. then he falls into a big fan and gets torn up. Totally yeah. splattered. But yeah. I do like um, I'm sorry, man. Again, saying? like I think the best part about this movie is setting. Yeah. Military school, interesting. And sure. then ending not at military school. I mean the forest showdown, but then it being at a local carnival. Like mm-hmm. I just thought it was really well conceived for the setting. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting like scenarios to put a serial killer into. Like they do like uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Uh, like when we saw that movie, it's like ridiculous. But it you know when there's a carnival when in you that see too. Leatherface run into the middle of a carnival oh, fuck, and yeah. throw them and throw the the chainsaw. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Awesome. It's really fun. So I think despite the fact that the military stuff, although well conceived. As an idea, it's, poorly executed. it's just poorly executed. It's boring. And then you get to the final set piece, and it's like, oh, okay, they put energy into this, and it looks great, and the, the animatronics are awesome. And he's pup, you know, Chucky's running around and being puppeted on lots of different types of scenarios and situations. It just it it reengages. It's you. different. Yeah, yeah, it definitely like you know mixes it's better the than the Halloween sequels. As far as like watching Chucky get chopped up, it. Again, they pretty much definitively kill Chucky yeah. <laughs> in this movie and then decide, yeah, well, forget that. We're going to bring him back anyway. Well, what's but, the gap between? Because there was a long time where Chucky was just not. So 2003? Around. Seven years. 1998 is when Bride of Chucky oh, comes eight. out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, is there anything other major about Child's Play? Major. 3? <laughs> major pain. Uh, is there anything really important you guys want to mention about this one? Just that it was a snooze. 
Yeah. To me. Yeah, it's kind of, I would say it is the low point of the franchise. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That concludes part one of the Child's Play podcast. Be sure to tune into our next episode when we finish talking about the second half of the Child's Play series. If you'd like to see some of our reactions while we were watching the movies, you can follow us on our Twitter page at CineMarathonPod. That's CineMarathonPod. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cinemarathon. And if you'd like to reply with any comments or questions or suggestions for marathons, feel free to email us at cinemarathon at gmail.com. And all of this information can be found on our website at cinemarathonpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.